All right, bows and bow ties. So look, the title of this is basically more Holly weird stuff, right? Because I want to talk about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's apology. So if you don't know what's going on, I've been kind of like vaguely um, keeping up with this just a little bit. Um, there is a man, let me just go ahead and bring up my thumbnail for a second. You see that thumbnail right there in the middle is Danny Masterson. Okay. Now Danny Masterson has a relationship to the guy on the left is, um, Ashton Kutcher and the person on the right is Mila Kunis. Okay. Just to give you some context of what's going on. And basically they were part of a hit show called, that 70s show back in, I want to say it was the 90s, okay? As you guys see me flash this up on the screen here. Now, look, I never really watched that show. I mean, I I know of it. I mean, I've seen clips of it, but like it wasn't something that I was into. Similarly to like Friends, right? I'm one of the people who in the free world just never got into Friends. But anyway, so that 70s that 70s show was pretty popular. I think that was one of the things that put Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis on the map. Primarily Ashton Kutcher, besides doing punked on MTV or something like that. So anyway, if you don't know what's going on, um basically we've got uh Danny Masterson, we flash him up again as I would like to put everybody up there. The person in the middle, he was just convicted of, um, I'm going to say the word rape. He raped, um, brutal raped, brutally raped two women. Actually, he was convicted for 30 years to life. He was, well, he was convicted of the act and he has been sentenced to 30 years to life. Now, this is where it gets really weird. You know, like, you know, like how you have these cases where something happens or someone, has done something, then you would write letters to the judge to speak on behalf of the person's character. I don't understand why Ashton and Mila Kunis would write these letters. So apparently they wrote these, uh, these, these letters, I guess for the judge or whatever, speaking to his character and basically saying like, Hey, I don't think he's an ongoing threat to society or something like that. Like, like, shenanigans. So the, the the thing that's going on now, let me see if I've even got some of this stuff uploaded. Let me see if my other thing downloaded. Okay. While this is uploading. So now what's going on is Mila, uh, Ashton and Kutcher, ugh, I can't even get the words out. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, not only did they write these weirdo letters on behalf of this convicted, convicted rapist, okay? Let's, let's be clear. The guy in the middle, that is Danny Masterson. At least that's who I think that, that's the guy, right? That's what comes up. That's his image. Um, he has been convicted. He's been convicted. I'm not saying allegedly. Now he's been he's been he's being sentenced for 30 years to life for his actions. And they wrote these character reference letters for this guy. So basically, they came out with this BS apology. I was trying to pull up the way that I wanted to show it, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play it from here. So it's gonna cover my face for a second, unless my thing is still okay. Let's see if this we works. are Mila aware Ashton. of the Lord Jesus. Okay, we can't do it that way. 
While this other thing I'm going to upload, I'm just going to do just Mila and Ashton's apology. Now listen to this Hollyweird crap. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us. Stop this. We are Mila aware of the pain that has been caused by the what do you character do? We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. So let me see. I'm going to present it. I cannot believe these people. I cannot believe them. Let me see. I was doing this in Canva. Okay, come on. Come on. Oh, I got to go to Canva. My bad. Hold on a second. I thought I was. What is going on? View tab in StreamYard. Okay. Can I, like, how do I get this to. I'm going crazy right now because this is totally not okay. Uh, get out of that one. Okay, let's go back in here. Sorry, I was doing this in Canva. Can you guys see this? Okay, I was hoping that. Oh, you guys can't see this, can you? It's brought up. All right, hold on a second. Let me get my mind right here. Present, share screen. No, no, there it is. We're going to do this one. I'm sorry that I'm just being tacky right now. So I want to go here. Can you guys see this pretty well? Let me see if I can collapse this down a little bit. I'm sorry. I didn't do this where I want it. Okay. Okay. This should be good enough. Hopefully you guys can see this pretty good. Okay. So look, I want to go back to this. This is why freaking Holly weird is I hate them so much. Listen to this again. We are aware of the pain. Okay. Stop right there. We are aware of the, I'm like, these are so-called actors and actresses. They could have at least tried to make it believable, but I'm like, why would you write this letter for someone who was convicted of brutal raping two women that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work. I'm like, lady, what is she doing right now? She's like, we support victims. And we have just historically done that. I'm like, what is happening right now? 
Oh my gosh. Freaking Hollywood. And we'll continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago. And by the way, because I'm feeling petty, here, Mila Kunis, she was one of the people who was like, yeah, I don't like to clean my body and stuff. I don't like to take showers and all other stuff. Go look for it. Allegedly. Oh, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters. So I'm like, wait a second. Look at this. Oh, where is she looking? Asked us to. What was that? Did you guys catch that? Look at this. And they asked us to write. What was that with the uh, eyebrow? Why is she doing that? What is wrong with her? Us to write character letters to represent the person that. So let me get this right. If I tell you to jump off a bridge, let me make this bigger so you guys can see this again. Because if I tell you to jump off a bridge, are you going to do it? Like, this is shenanigans. So the parents are like, look, I know that my son did these heinous acts, but can you write letters? And I guess to me is if the judge wants to show leniency in the sentencing, that's one thing. But I don't think I can write letters on behalf of what's going on. They're more concerned about lessening his sentence versus reaching out to the people who were affected by this. I mean, there are people who are triggered by this. And I'm like, how is it that Holly Weird is so unable to read the room? As, as great as they are, hold on a second, as great as they are at acting and, and getting in character and everything else and, and being able to emote what they're seeing in real life, they can't read the room. They're so delusional. And 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 I, I don't know what other words I want to say. They are into themselves. They're more concerned about lessening the sentencing because somebody asked you to. So, like, I just feel like, what, what is that? Why Why would you do that unless freaking owe them money or something? Present the person that we knew for 25 years. Yeah, but you apparently, let me just say this. You clearly did not know this person then, right? So that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. You're more concerned about his sentencing than the fact that there were people who were triggered by this. There were people who were affected by this. There were people who were harmed by this, by his actions. I can see if you're saying, I pray that he gets the help that he needs in prison or something, because for somebody to do that, there's something that's going on. They need help. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system. Well, but you you kind of are if you're asking for them to be lenient in how they're sentencing, right? It's kind of like, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I'm an engineer. So, like, please forgive me if I get this wrong. But I'm just kind of like, mm, but you kind of are if you're going to call into question, like, please be mindful of how you're going to sentence this man. Like, I, oh gosh, like, how did you miss this? How did you miss this? You should never have written this letter on behalf of him. See, if I, Ashton has a a um, charity fund thing. Oh, you know what? You guys aren't even seeing this. I'm sitting here playing this and I didn't have it up because I was on another tab. Okay. Ashton is not 
Bastion has a a charity thing for children who are, you know, sexually abused or whatever. Let me go back to this. I'm sorry you guys didn't see this. Let me go back. To, To the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They sound so rehearsed. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're going to offer up an apology, you kind of want to actually collect your thoughts and everything like that. But this doesn't even sound like heartfelt. This should have been like, we messed up. Like, we got it wrong. We got it wrong. Like, there's nothing we can say that can fix this other than like, we just got this wrong. They should have never written the letters. But like, we just got it wrong. We've got it wrong. We're sorry. But all of this? They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. These people are unbelievable. So now she had to disconnect. I I was just kind of like, they were, this was so ridiculous. Anyway, I just thought this was interesting. I ran across this on TikTok because it wasn't meant to be ha-ha funny. But I was just like, who is their publicist? This was like so uncanny. I was like, their publicist should have been like, shut your mouth or this is what a real apology looks like. But this lady said something different. She's a a publicist. So let's see what she has to say. Mila and Ashton, what now? What do you do when your name is mud? It's a big reason why I do these explainer videos. I want to figure it out for myself. This is a tough one. Almost universally, Everybody panned that apology video. These are the three things I would do if I were Mila and Ashton's uh, publicist. I'm not, thankfully, but this is what I would do. One, I would do a media interview. I would go to 60 Minutes, Leslie Stoll, Anderson Cooper, Leslie, maybe. Uh, I don't think I would do CBS. Uh, ABC, where I'm going tomorrow. Uh, Morning, Robin. Or I would do today, Savannah and Hoda. So I can see why she said like Savannah and Hoda, they're beloved. Now, granted, I'm one of those people, I don't get an opportunity to watch um, many of these morning shows virtually never. Well, because in about eight minutes or so, I got to get my kids up for school and I need to take a shower and then pack lunch and that type of thing. So I am not capable of watching any of these morning um, talent shows. But I can see why she would say Savannah and and Hoda because um, they're warm. They come off warm. And from what I've seen, I think, um, they don't give me hard nose, like um, rest in peace, uh, Barbara Walters, right? Like she's going to go for the jugular. I can see how if you can get on one of those shows and it may hopefully provide you with a level or like like some sort of legitimacy. And um sorry, my my phone is alerting me on various things and text messages. Um but I I would say that this this is not um 
I, I probably would not have done. I wouldn't want to go to like CBS or something, you know, because they're going to ask you tough questions. You want to do it where you have maybe Savannah and Hoda and you're going to get, what is it, five minutes, seven minutes, whatever the clip is. And um, it's not going to be like a whole hour. And they definitely have to make sure that it's friendly enough for that daytime segment. But um, it'll be seriousness, serious enough so that you won't be completely vilified in public. All right, let's go back. And, and and see what else she says. Together. For this interview, I would make it clear to both of them, full accountability from here on out. You have to understand the gravity of the situation. People did not feel pain because you wrote that letters. They were appalled that you wrote those letters. Yeah. And you have to understand why people had a problem with why you wrote those letters. And Mila, I would tell her to sit this one. Out. I'd say, thank you for your service. You, your phone, just go over there. Ashton has more to lose because adjacent to one of the worst apology videos of all time is one of the worst H1s on a website. This is Thorn. This is... Ashton and Demi's organization defending children from sexual abuse. So that's a talking point. So, yeah, that's right. So she was saying Thorn. I knew he had something and I remember seeing this and I, I just couldn't remember what it was. But, you know, she mentioned it this morning and you would think that I would remember. But, yeah. So, like, if you have, like, some sort of charity or something that you're attached to where you talk about those things, but then, like, it's kind of like this hand is not talking to this hand. I'm like, how do you go write letters on behalf of somebody who is convicted? He was convicted. That's something that you just pray about and you keep that to yourself. Like, I mean, because I think these things are a matter of public record. And my understanding is that there were a couple other people from that show who wrote these letters. Um Except for like one guy who was just like, yeah, what I, I'm not writing a letter. But I'm just kind of like, it didn't even make any sense. I freaking hate Holly Beard. They are so delusional. They are completely out of touch, which was why just because I'm feeling a little bit on the petty side. Hold on a second. Let me just, oh, do I still have it? This is why there's so much outrage when it comes to Oprah and The Rock. This is why. Because you're not reading the room. Oprah and The Rock don't seem to get it. Right now, there's so many people struggling, and they're like, you guys are sitting over there in Maui, and you have access to resources, land, everything. You own land. You have all this. And you're asking the common person right now who's struggling, but you have so much means. Oprah's buying up land like it's going out of style. All right, let's get through the rest of this so I can uh, get ready for work. He is announcing that he is stepping aside from his role in the organization to protect the credibility of Thorne. Um, Ashton is going to take a back seat so the organization can focus on the mission. Uh, he can still support it, but he can no longer be the face of that organization. No way. That so, like, she brings up a good point. At this point, you cannot be the face of that organization. You cannot. You can't sit there and say that you are an advocate for all of these people who have been harmed, you know, from these types of acts. But then you're writing letters on behalf of somebody because you were friends. He was an actor, buddy. 
Wow, she really is good. She is a good public relations person. Then to safeguard the mission of Thorne, he would announce the new face of the organization. Getting Demi, now that would be clutch, but she probably already would have been the face if that were a viable option. But I would find someone else, someone who is relatable, someone who people can connect with on that issue, because it still shows his commitment to the organization and the focus of the organization, because we want to draw the focus away from Ashton and Mila. I just want to say for the record, nobody cares about Mila. Oh, I am so sorry. I did not bring you guys back up. into. <laughs> I will bring it up. Hold on. I'll continue from here. My apologies. Nobody cares about Mila. She doesn't even wash her body. Uh, knowing that people are still going to be interested, the last part about it is the promise. What you're going to do to deepen your engagement and understanding victims' advocacy. This is where Ashton would announce what he and Mila are doing together to have a deeper understanding uh, because Thorne was started because of a television program that Demi and, and Ashton were watching together about children in Cambodia. But maybe now that he has new awareness of the pain that he and Mila caused by writing those letters, uh, what that said to all victims, uh, they have a deeper understanding now. So can they come up with programming or new education or something out there that's not an organization that competes against Thorn, but something new, something that connects perhaps with younger people that just shows that deeper engagement. Anyway, so you see where she's going with this. I just feel like this. I don't, Holly Weird is so annoying. They, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of, like they, they cause harm, like, it's like they want to do good, but then they also cause harm. And it reminds me of who was Kizzy's, and I say owner from the Roots. I cannot remember. And I always think of like her. And she's like, why, Kizzy? Don't you want to be mine? I forgot what she said. But basically, don't you want me to own you or whatever it was she said to Kizzy? A full-on slave. Or, you know, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't, I just, it's, so it's like, they, they remind me of that type of thing. I'm not trying to compare this to slavery, but I am trying to compare it to, is like, it's such a mess. It's like, she is so unaware of, of, of what you're doing and who you are. You know, you're just unaware. So yeah, you think you're doing something good. I don't know. I just can't stand Holly weird. I just, I can't. Whose alarm is going off? Hold on a second. Let me just yell. Okay, somebody turned it off. That means I got to get my kids up shortly. But yeah, so I feel like Hollywood, Holly Weird, you have these people out there doing these things. They get away with everything. They don't live a life that we live. They are highly privileged. It's a weird subculture. They are engaged in all kinds of things and that, that are not necessarily... Honorable, but then again, even people who are not in part of Holly Weird are that way too. But to me, I was like, what is happening here with this apology? I saw a couple of days ago when they were saying that this guy was sentenced and I had to look up who he was. I'm like, who got 30 years and why is this important? I'm like, oh, I remember that show. And then I'm looking at this apology thing. I'm like, well, they wrote letters? Why would you do that? 
I had no idea all this was going on. I stumbled on this like a couple days ago and I was like, who's Danny Masterson? Do I know him? Was he in a movie? All right. Let me finish this up. I'm almost done. Let me bring it back up. All right. And then I would go away. And the only time people would ever see me is about that issue. And then you come back. So she's talking about the new thing. Like if she were them, they would um, create a, he was, she would have Ashton step away from that the organization. They would put a new face of the organization in place. He and Mila would, could, could, would create something new so that it, it's, it's, it shows that they're relatable and, but they're still committed, but he would not be the face of this thorn or whatever. They would have a new thing and they would go away. And so she was saying, that's what they would do after they did their, their, I don't know, interview. Then right before I wrapped up the job, I would sit them down and say, Ashton and Mila, you lost people. You lost people for good. They ain't never coming back. The trust is gone. Your job now is to restore it and perhaps regain it with new people. And then I would tell them, don't ever blame people for leaving you for what both of you did. And don't ever, 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 ever utter the word cancel or culture in any sentence ever, ever. This is not cancel culture. You canceled yourself because in this culture, people want accountability. You two didn't take it. And then I'd give them my bill. All right. So enough of that. Okay. So where am I? Uh, yeah. All right. Let me get out of here. Okay. So look, I'm getting ready to get off of here. It's 633. Um, I hear my daughter up um, doing her shower thing. I need to get my boys up because they like to take this all the way to the end. And um, yeah, I, that, that's pretty much it. This Ashton and Mila Kunis thing. I was like, you guys are a piece of work, a piece of work over this Danny Masterson thing. I'm like, you would like, why would you do that? Why? All of this because you guys were on that show, the 70s show that I never really got into. All right. Let me know your thoughts.